one of my favorite moments from an underseen adventure movie. Today I'm talking about love and monsters. This is Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. movie friends welcome to scott's self-indulgent movie podcast i am scott and today i'm talking about love and monsters which is a 2021 uh, 2020 action adventure movie that i thought was fantastic but never really got the uh well it got plenty of acclaim but never really got the audience i thought it deserved so i thought i'd give it a highlight for this individual scene and yeah that's uh that's the gist so without further ado let's get started One of my favorite underrated gems from the past few years is Love and Monsters, a 2020 post-apocalyptic action film featuring, uh, directed by Michael Matthews, that has all of the, uh, all of the excitement, action, drama, and humor of a solid late PG-13 blockbuster with modern sensibilities and CGI. Also, there's a cute dog. So what makes this movie feel like a breath breath of fresh air? Scenes like this one help. Shortly after joining up with Clyde and Mido, a uh, middle-aged man and young girl actually living out amongst the monsters that have taken over the world instead of hiding from them, newbie Joel begins to open up and share his stories, and they share theirs. When Joel hears Clyde's story, he instinctively apologizes, but Clyde tells him, no need to be sorry. We all have stories like that, don't we? If you've seen movies like Love and Monsters, you know what this scene is. This is a scene of emotional bonding between the characters as they share things about one another and how this event changed their lives, and in particular, who they lost and how they lost them. It's a scene that's often painted as an emotional highlight of the film, or the moment everything about a character's outlook and motivations come into place. Even The Breakfast Club does this. But this scene only does the first part. When Clyde tells Joel about his and Minnow's background, Joel understandably feels empathy for Clyde and seemingly feels sorry about sharing his problems and stories, which may not compare. Instead of leaning in, Clyde succinctly explains that he knows how he feels because it's how everyone that survived this feels. No need to be sorry. We all have stories, don't we? It might sound rough out of context, but it's very clear that Clyde is being kind and indicates he understands. They all have stories of trauma and loss that's just as valid as everyone else's, and they're all dealing with it. It's like a primer that says you don't need to explain or say thank you for any bit of kindness. I get it. We all get it. We're all going through this. And it's also a piece of fatherly advice for Joel, because while Joel has a base group that he loves, he doesn't have a clear parental figure, and he also just left them. He has the people in the base and the girlfriend he's been radioing for years at this point, but his parents, as we learn, died in the initial madness. He hasn't anyone had anyone fill the void yet. But Clyde does, and he'll give him all the lessons he can before Joel goes his own way, because everyone needs that now, because, well, we all have stories now, don't we? This has been Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And don't forget to join our Facebook group, Scott's Self-Indulgent Movie World, for the latest reviews, discussions, and more. See you next time, everybody, and stay safe.